You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hello, listeners. Uh, we are at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con, and we have a very special guest today. I am really excited to do this interview. Uh, I'm currently with uh, Carolina Ravasa, who is uh, Sombra from Overwatch. How you Hi. doing today? Talk to me a little louder because it's really loud in here. Okay. Sorry. No worries. I can hear myself perfectly yeah, right, fine. Right, That's right. why. <laughs> awesome. Uh, this is uh, from one of our Facebook fans. Uh, they want to know, so Blizzard is calling. What is going through your mind right now? Blizzard is what? Calling you right now. Um, what is going through your mind? As in if Blizzard was on the phone? Right. Like you're receiving a call from Blizzard. Uh, I'm hoping that they're going to tell me we can record a, a series. <laughs> Blizzard doesn't usually call. It's my agents who call through, like Blizzard talks to them and they talk to me. Um, that's how they set up recording sessions. But uh, oh, okay. yeah, usually I just I just hope that there's another recording session we can do. Okay, awesome. Um, you know, what kind of feeling do you get when they're like, hey, we need to voice uh, some, you know, do some additional lines for Sombra? I always get excited. I think I've only been in the booth once or twice since the initial super big record so uh, you know the last time I was in the booth was a very long time ago but I always get super excited every time there's new lines for sure nice I always look forward to, forward to it too <laughs> alright um, the next question is this is myself I'm a big comic book fan um, if given the chance to voice for anyone uh, Marvel or do, uh, DC who would you like to voice for oh my gosh well I, I like to say that, that uh, because well, I don't know the comics super well right now, the ones that they haven't made into movies, but I would love to voice a really cool Latina superhero um, because uh, I just love the representation and diversity of it. So I'm hoping that uh, the next Latina superhero, or, or not Latina, but I, I like representing you know my own people, uh, that would be a really great opportunity. Awesome. And uh, I think there's currently, um, in the comics... Uh, I can't remember her name, but there's a female Green Lantern. In I know. Comics. Well, one of my friends, Christina Melizia, does the voice for uh, so, some of the animation. So, I mean, if they make a movie, it might be her. But I'd like to play her in real life, you know, in a live-action movie. I mean, they are coming up with Green Lantern Corps. So, live-action chance right there. Oh, my there. gosh. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and uh, you mentioned in your panel yesterday that you were not... I'm a big fan of doing uh, the radio commercials when you were in New York. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? I mean, I just think that as our artists, we want to do creative work that is, you know, character-driven, story-based. And commercials is, you know, I'm selling a product that I might not use necessarily. And, you know, it helps pay the bills. And as an actor... You're constantly trying to just make ends meet. So, of course, we do it for that, you know. Um, but it's not like I necessarily like talking about pr or selling products that I that I don't buy. But but I take the work gladly because I need to pay bills, you know. So so it's just, I think that we all are conflicted with that. But it's part of, it's part of trying to make it, you know. That's true. Uh, do you currently do it in uh, L.A.? Yeah, I auditioned for them. I, I think recently I worked on a few radio spots. I don't know if they're out yet, so I can't tell you what they are. But yes, I'm always grateful when that work comes because it just means that I can buy food and pay my bills. So <laughs> so yes, I keep auditioning for them, but luckily or gladly, I feel like I'm auditioning more for animated series and video games, and that's more fun for me. So it's more fulfilling uh, creatively. That's what it is, you know? Okay. And um, when you were approached by uh, Blizzard or, say, your agent um, about the video game, did you ever think that would be as huge and as popular as it is today? 
oh my gosh, no. I don't think I knew. Well, I didn't know what Overwatch was. I don't think they had said the name of the game. Um, I wasn't quite aware that it was going to... Nobody knew it was going to be such a big thing. Uh, so, no, it's been a wonderful surprise for everybody, I think. Okay. And uh, since we're talking about uh, Overwatch, what is your favorite Sombra skin? Oh my gosh, I love the Tulum skin. Okay. Hey, dude. Aloha. <laughs> um, and I love... The, the, the ice one, I, I always forget the name. That new blue one. Yeah, I know which one it is. I forgot the I name. Oh, uh, that one I think is super cool, too. I, I think it, I don't know, it's just it's just fun and different. So uh, I, I just love how they transform our characters to fit the skin so well. They're super fun. They always look good. <laughs> and then um, how did your web series, uh, for those listening don't know about it, how did that uh, come about? How did you get the idea to do the, uh, the web series? Well, uh, the first season of my web series is based on true stories that happened in my real life so um, I just literally transposed my experiences onto paper and then acted them out myself so basically it's about me going into auditions in New York and being told that I was too white to play Latina or too ethnic looking to play Caucasian and and this didn't happen just once it happened so many times that I reached this point you know eight years in that I thought oh my god I need to tell these stories and do something with this so that's basically what it is and also just walking down the street and you know people assuming I don't speak Spanish so they might say something about me or you know that it's just because we think we know what a Spanish person looks like then we think oh this person doesn't speak it but I do and I speak Portuguese too so I'm constantly wow. I'm kind of like undercover an undercover Latina I almost called it that the undercover Latina um, so yeah it's just we're, we're all a mix of ethnicities and I think we just have to assume that everybody uh, c can speak many languages or is many different ethnicities or, or nationalities and that's what it's so beautiful about globalization you know yeah definitely um, the other thing is, uh, this is another Facebook question. Uh, who is your favorite voice actor um, that voices for another Overwatch character? And also, who is your favorite Overwatch character overall? Oh my gosh. I think it depends on the day I change what I like best. Uh, I really love uh, uh, Zarya and her voice lines. I want to hug you like big fuzzy Siberian bear. Uh, and I love Orisa. Oh my gosh, she's such a sweetheart. She also wants hugs. It's so cute. Um, I'm dying to see what this new wrecking ball is all about. I, I love yes, the hamster and the robot. It's like two components to it, so um, that's really cool. I think that all of the Overwatch actors have really different and fascinating skills. You know, some some just work in voice, uh, like Crispin Freeman, Matt Mercer, uh, Keith Silverstein, who's here. I mean, oh my God, Darren DePaul. They're just so talented, and they've done so much work in the voice field. And then I just admire how Lucy has her one woman show, and Chloe has a book she's written, and Anjali has also worked on a gazillion different TV shows so I admire them for all of their different things you know um, so it's like who's my favorite I would say I'm closest to Anjali because we hang out so much and I drag her to yoga and she drags me to fun things in LA and that's you know that's kind of our existence right now yeah and I've seen uh, your uh, pictures on Twitter that you guys are you know BFFs and always seems like having fun wherever you guys oh are oh my god at. we have a blast wherever we go yes what, uh, what is the best uh, story best moment you can, uh, you can share that you had uh, with Anjali Huh. Uh, you know, I think our first trip to Australia was incredibly fun. It was the first 
super big convention overseas that we had done together and it's like a 12 day thing so it's like summer camp you work and then you meet all these people and then we did all these fun things where you do like a, 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 a bridge walk and all these amazing things it just it was a ton of fun and we got even closer there because it was my birthday uh, awesome. you know we just it was like one thing after the other and it was so high energy so I feel like every trip we discovered different things about where we are like we went to Ireland together and it was freezing and dark but you know she was obsessed with Game of Thrones and so we're always kind of finding new little fun things in the cities we go to and that's so fun you know so, uh, so much since fun. you have uh, such a close relationship do you guys try to be like a package deal when it comes to conventions you know usually when I get invited to a con I'll try to drag her along or vice versa if she gets invited she'll go hey Carol are you interested in this and I'll say yes so we do try and do them together because we have so much fun um, it doesn't always work that way because of the promoters or who's inviting you or whatever so but it's also really cool that you know wherever we go I feel like there's always an overwatcher so the family kind of just keeps we keep getting to know each other better and that's really special and traveling together yeah <laughs> and uh, do you have any uh, special uh, regimens to help prepare you for your work especially you know when you uh, do your voice recordings for Sombra, not necessarily, because I feel like her voice register is really low, so it, I, I don't have to worry about warming up so carefully, because it's not, like, up here, and my voice is going to get tired. Um, I just, I, I click with her really well, so I don't have to do so much, but, you know, when I am when I have a, an early morning session, and I have to talk like a little kid the whole time, you know, like, I warm up from the moment I wake up, and even in the cars I'm driving, because I know that it's, it's harder on my voice, so I feel like it's important to... Like right now, my voice is really tired because we've been talking at the con for three days. And if I had a session tomorrow, I would be like, oh, my God, it's a little scary because your vocal cords get tired. Um, but I drink tea and honey and, you know, warm ups are very important. OK. And uh, usually when you have to record, um, do you try to take like the next day off so your voice won't be strained if you have to do a high pitched hey, character? Hey, sometimes we don't have that luxury, you know, it just, I remember I got sick and I knew I had a big video game recording session on a Monday and I was like, I just need to pray that I don't get more sick. And I rested my voice all that Sunday. But sometimes, I mean, when I looked at Keith Silverstein's schedule, uh, you know, he records almost every day. So you wow. can't, sometimes you just can't say, oh, I'll take the day off. Um, you just got to go into the work. Yeah. Wow. All right. And uh, this is uh, just a silly question, but what show are you currently binging or what shows have you seen from start to finish multiple times? You know, I don't think I've ever repeated a show a bunch of times. I've definitely watched a ton of different Friends episodes uh, on and off for years. Uh, I'm on Westworld right now, so I'm binging that. Um, I loved One Day at a Time. It's a Cuban-American family. talks about the different generations of Latinos. It's super well-written. I think it's fabulous. It's on Netflix. Um, And I just watched a French series called Call My Agent. It's about an actor's agency in France and how they pitch stars to different projects. And I thought it was fabulous so I would recommend those on Netflix because they're super oh my god I binged the heck out of that one yeah we have so many shows to watch yes but we'll add it to the queue and um, do do you remember what inspired you or influenced you to be an actress I want to be an actress sorry I, I, I realized this when I was very, very young. I auditioned for a play just because, you know, I think the teachers and my mom saw that I was very, not just hyperactive, but like I loved, not drama, but, you know, emotion. And, and I was I was out there. So I auditioned for a play when I was five and I did it and I loved it. And then I thought, I want to do more of this. And so it's just like I kept doing it in school, not professionally. And I thought, you know what, I want to do this when I grow up. 
And so it's something that I discovered when I was five. Wow. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's fun to know what you want to do your whole life instead of having to figure out, oh, what career path do I want? Right. So even if I'm struggling with it, I've always known I want it. It's never been a question, you know? And um, did your parents uh, support you all the way? Because I know when you tell your parents, oh, I want to be an entertainer, I want to be an actor, like, uh, it's kind of rough and, you know. Luckily, my parents are both very artistic and I think that they understood if she's good at it and it makes her happy, she might succeed at it. So, yes, they definitely supported it when I wanted to go study theater in college and... Thank God, because it's hard to go against what your parents want. I understand that. Right. Um, but I, they also knew that I'm very driven and that even if it's a really hard career, I'm going to work my butt off at it. So I think they trusted that even if I chose something really hard to pursue, I was going to do it all the way, you know? Yeah. So. And, um, you know, just to uh, wrap things up, uh, we always like to do this uh, for our guests. Um, do you have any... Uh, you know, conventions or projects, you know, that you'll be at that you can, you know, talk about publicly without getting in trouble? Um, huh. Conventions, yes. There's a ton of them I'm doing all summer. So you can definitely go to uh, my Twitter or Instagram and you'll see I'm doing Anime Expo. I'm doing Florida Supercon. Um, I'm going to SAC Anime. Um, I'm trying to get to Mexico. We'll see if that happens. So there's a ton of those, which is fun. Uh, Arkansas in September. Um and what else? I mean, I'm constantly auditioning for things. So, you know, hopefully something will pop up in the next couple of weeks. But I also worked on a horror film called Havana Darkness. And apparently it's debuting at the Popcorn Film Festival in Florida. I didn't know that was a thing, but it is. So it's going to be there. And uh, if you're into horror, Havana Darkness. Oh, yeah. We shot it in Cuba. Uh, for now, that's that. And... I work on animation projects and video games that I can't talk about right now, but they're in the works. So I respect that. Yeah. Don't want you getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your social media handles uh, for our listeners so they can follow my you? My Instagram is Ravasa, just my last name. My Twitter is Carolina Ravasa. Uh, on YouTube, you can see a bunch of videos, not just of my web series, but of me doing voice lines with the other voice actors. It's called Hispanglo-Saxon. And if you forget that, it's because I'm Hispanic and Anglo-Saxon, and you just put them together, and that's it. Um, and my Facebook page is also Carolina Ravasa, the Hispanglo-Saxon. So uh, you can find them there and give me a follow. Thank Will you do. so much. Oh, I follow you on all forms. Oh, I sweet. Know you Facebook, but thank I'll you, like, thank you. I'll yeah. Like your page today. Thanks for oh, such I, a great interview. This is Geek Elite Radio, and until next time, always remember to geek, geek out. out. Apagando las luces. Boop. <laughs> that's awesome. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.